to another episode of Vente al Cafecito. I hope you're ready, Cafecito, and you're ready to dig into today's topic. Today I have my OG BFF, my BFF for over 10 years now. Damn. And um, we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. Why don't you introduce yourself so they know a little bit more about your fat ass? Damn. Uh, what do you want me to say, man? I mean... I am apparently the OG BFF. Well, um, just so you know, I have a lot of BFFs, but you are like my top 10 favorite. Top 10. Top okay, five, top so five. I'm top not five. the only one, but at least I fall into the favorites. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Um, my name's Jorge. Uh, known you since 2009? Eight. 2008? Mm-hmm. I know you met your brother in 2008. Yeah, yeah, we met like shortly right away? after. Yeah. Okay, so I've known you since 2008. Um... Damn, we've been through some some really immature times, some really uh, really sad times, um, and I guess even took a break for a while. Yeah. Even took a break for a while, or two breaks, two breaks for a while, and uh, I don't know, man. I finally reconnected at a at a much different time of our lives, I guess, and uh, where we both uh, kind of blossomed and grown and. Um, yeah, and I mean, it's, it's nice to see you're in a different place. For sure, I'm in a different place. 100%, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, but I mean, as far as who I am, I guess just someone who has been fortunate enough to be, um, near and dear to your heart, I guess, you know? Oh, that's gonna make me cry. Yeah, I know. We're just starting, dude. Yeah. You gotta make me cry right away. You gotta save yeah. it. Yeah, okay, my bad. I'll save it for a little bit later. Um... I feel like we've had more than two breaks though, because originally, you know, when we were first, be- when we first became friends, yeah. um, you know, it was complicated. We were all, we had like a large group of friends at the time. Yeah. We used to hang out and a lot. And then, you know, I started dating someone, you know, who you introduced me to. Ah, uh, yeah. And yes, yes, yes. I don't really like to say names on this podcast, gotcha. so we can give nicknames, we can do whatever you want, you know. That's, um, that's, yeah. But, I mean, we don't have to name them. I yeah, we don't have to do that, so. So I started dating someone who I was with for quite some time. And yeah. during that time, we definitely had some time of, you know, separation and not being as close as we used to be. Absolutely. And as the years went on, I think something that for me will always, and I've, I've told you this before, like when I first found out I was pregnant, you were like my fucking rock. Like you literally were there for me like nobody else was. And I think that no matter what we go through in life, I will always be grateful for that. Even when you've been a little bitch and stop being my friend, <laughs> I go back to that, you know, because during that time, like my mom always told me, the way that people treat you when you're your most vulnerable, when you're, and, and what a woman, when she's pregnant, that's when she's the most vulnerable, that is what really matters because that's when people really show you their love for you. Gotcha. So I'll never forget that, you know, I'll never forget those times. And even after once Aiden was born, those times where you were fucking, you know, pick me up and fill up my gas tank and I had no fucking money, like, I'm never going to forget that because I needed that. You know, I had I didn't have a lot of support during that time because I didn't feel comfortable enough to tell people what I was going through because it yeah. was really embarrassing. And now looking back, I'm like, uh, I feel like I've been through some pretty fucked up situations that I've put myself into. And then I'm embarrassed because it's like, damn, like I'm a fucking grown woman who is not that dumb. But when it comes to relationships, it's like I'm a fucking dumbass. You know, you're a sucker for love, man. I'm a sucker for love. I love love, but sometimes I just pick the wrong people. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) 
99.9% of the time. I mean, that's, yeah. Sometimes. I picked the wrong people. <clears throat> so, a few years ago, in what year was it when you started being a little bitch? Uh, that was more than likely 20, uh, 2019. Was it 2019? It was, when was the wedding? The wedding we were supposed to go to. Okay, so. Oh, no, 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 no. So, <clears throat> crazy thing is, you were supposed to go with me to that wedding I in was. Costa Rica. Yes. But then when you reached out to me to, like, make up, I was at another wedding. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I th yes. I think so, you did tell me that. Um, it was in March of 2019. You okay. reached out to me again in February of 2020. 2020, right. So, it I was remember. almost a whole year. Yes. So, why don't you give your perspective on what happened and how why our friendship ended? My perspective? I mean, my perspective of things, how I see it now or how I saw it then? What do you want to know first? How you both. I mean, both. <clears throat> I mean, so I was in a relationship for those who obviously don't know my background. I was in a I was in a relationship with someone who uh, was very manipulative and um, who I happened to. I mean, the, the best way to put it was I didn't know how to love myself more than I loved her. Mm -hmm. And that was the issue. So within that relationship, I lost um, I lost most important thing that I lost is myself. Um, I didn't even know who I, I couldn't even tell you who I was anymore. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't know what I liked. I didn't know what I liked to do for fun. Like, anything was all about her. It's whatever she liked to do. It's whatever, you know. And <clears throat> and at that point in my life, um, you know, she, she, uh, you were nice enough to invite me to uh, one of Aiden's birthday parties. Yeah, his fourth birthday. And and up to that point, you had been at Aiden's like every single birthday. Correct. I mean, you were there the day he was born. Like you have been there. Correct. Every step of the way until he was four years old. And, yes. I mean, you're you are one of his godfathers. Yeah. So that's to me is a big deal. Yes. You know? Um. <clears throat> so you invite me to this party, you know, and I'm pretty excited because I'm like, oh, this is cool. You know, the the girl that I'm in love with, and now I got one of my best friends, my closest friends, and now they're gonna meet. This is awesome, you know. And. So we go to this party and, you know, you and I start fucking around, talking shit. And, <laughs> and apparently we, we were a little too friendly or too close for comfort for that girl, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and that was really unfortunate. Um, so she, time went on and one day we were out and she had had a couple drinks and she questioned me whether or not you and I had ever, like, been together. And I said, no, you know, no, we haven't. So, long story short, she didn't like the way we got along. Mm -hmm. And apparently, I didn't know this, but she was reaching out to you as well. And I didn't know it you either know? because I wasn't seeing her notifications yeah. until one day I randomly see she had been reaching out to me for mm -hmm. weeks. Yeah. So, she she didn't like the but friendship. But the thing is, yeah. the, so Aiden's party was in May. Okay. And then you you brought her again with her son in September for Christian's party. This is true, yeah. And, like, we, I really liked her. Like, I really yeah. enjoyed hanging out with her. I was super, you know, friendly with her. Like, You know what? I, I didn't remember about the second party. Yeah. So maybe this all started after, after, after the, the second, second party. party. Yeah. That might have been, that might have been why. And another thing, too, is I'm not sure if maybe she saw me getting along with Aiden and she felt that it was any less than how I would get along with her son. Mm -hmm. uh, she was very, very, very overprotective over her son, which, hey, you know. Yeah, every mom should be. Every mom, right. But 
I mean, to the point where something just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what happened. So then she began giving me, um, giving me shit about your friendship and I, you know? And <clears throat> so, I mean, that's pretty much how it all started. And I was so desperate to make that relationship work that um, we got into this really big fight the morning that I sent you that, that ugly text message. We got into this really big fight. Um, I forgot exactly what happened, but I remember I was at the gym, surprisingly enough. I was at the gym, <laughs> and <clears throat> she's, she, we got into this big-ass fight, and it was it was about how, ah, uh, fuck, what was it? I think, I don't know if I had told her about the wedding or something, right? And she was like, oh, I thought you didn't talk to her anymore. I said I didn't talk to her as much. You know, no, well, pretty much made it seem like I was doing something wrong by still having communication with you. And... So I was desperate, and what did I do? Of course, I write this, I'm angry, and I write this text message, and I took it out on the wrong person, and you know, I sent it over to you. And I remember even your brother reached out to me, you know, yeah. and, and your brother's not one to ever get involved in anything, at least, like, he kind of lets you do your own thing. I mean, you probably box better than him, so. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> so beat his you ass. Definitely, you definitely pin him down if you guys were to wrestle, but. Um, you know, he reached out to me and he told me he was really disappointed in me. You know, and damn, how did you feel about that? I at the time, I I think at the time I I, I wasn't grasping what was really going on. Yeah. I wasn't looking at the bigger picture, but but it did feel because Christian's also somebody that I really really look up to. You yeah. know what I mean? So to hear that he was disappointed in me, not even angry, not even like he didn't want to fight me. He didn't want anything. He just said, Hey man, you know, I just, I think he told me that he had just dropped you off. Well, no, I called him because what happened was I was at the airport and I was leaving to Costa Rica. So I was with my aunt and you know, I, I remember this like it was yesterday. We're about to go through TSA, like literally about to go, and I get this text message, and I read it, and I instantly feel like I'm going to break down. Like, yeah. literally, going to break down. But I stopped myself, and I said, you can't deal with this right this second. So I put, you know, all my stuff through, t- through TSA. I keep going. I keep walking. And then my aunt's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, you know. I get through there. We get through our, to our gate. And then I, I take a screenshot, and I send it to Christian. Okay. And then he calls me immediately. He's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, has, yeah. did something happen? Or I'm like, I have no idea. I had no, because I had no idea. It was yeah. very, to me, it was out of nowhere. It was out of nowhere. You're right. nothing had, I mean, there was drama. I yeah. had, I had spent like an hour on the phone with her, explaining to her, like, you know, trying to explain the situation to her and she wasn't comprehending and that, and like, it just, so I kind of, but I just didn't expect that that was going to happen. Yeah. And then, um, I guess my brother reached out to you on his own. Yeah. And at the time, I, I remember I even told Aiden's dad what was going on. Oh, wow. Because I was so upset. Mm-hmm. And, you know, me and him were friendlier back then. Right. And he called me because he knew how much you meant to me. So he called me when I was at the airport. He was like, are you okay? Like, what happened? And, and he tried to question me, like, did you fucking, did you sleep with him? Did you do this? Did you do yeah. that? And I was like, no, it's not like that, you know? Right. And, um... So he tried to like calm me down too because I was really upset, but I didn't let myself cry in that moment because I couldn't. I was about to go to Costa Rica for the weekend and, and you know, I needed to enjoy that moment. Absolutely. When I got back, 
you know, at the time you used to work for T-Mobile and my phone was under your plan, your employee plan. Yeah. And that was part of the thing that you said, like, once you're back, we can figure out the phones, you know? And I mm-hmm. was like, fuck you. Like, I'm not even going to respond to you over the fucking phone. <laughs> uh, luckily enough, our other friend Danny worked for T-Mobile too. Yeah. So I went straight to him to get it fixed. Mm-hmm. And that's when it hit me. When I was at fucking T-Mobile talking to Danny and I'm like, we're trying to get the phone situation fixed. And by this point, you know, part of, like, something that a lot of people don't understand is, like, you know, me and my brother's friends have known each other since we were little kids, especially, like, Weecho and Danny. Yeah. We were neighbors. You know, like, we were freaking running around since we were five, six years old. So, we've known each other for a really long time. So, uh, Weecho and... Weecho's like my other brother. Yeah. Like, it, it really is like that. You know, I used to beat the shit out of him when I, he was I, a kid. I remember. So... <laughs> So they are also very protective over me, yeah. especially Wicho and my brother, obviously. Yeah. You know, Danny, not so much, but, you know, he still was hurt, too. Yeah. You know, and he, he's a little more reserved in the way that he shows his emotions. Because Absolutely. when we were talking, he was like, damn. <laughs> That's it. Uh, with his eyes, right? His eyes, his eyes wide open. Damn. Yeah. You know? Okay. And, um, but he did text me after, like, a few days later. He's like, I just wanted to see how you were doing. Like, are you okay? okay. Like, you know? When Weecho heard of the situation, I didn't even tell him. My brother wasn't going to tell him. Yeah. He fucking lost his shit. Yeah. You know? So, during that time when that happened, you know, you, like, we didn't just lose our friendship. You lost your friendship with Weecho, too, and even for my brother for a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I remember when, um, side note, I'm going to tell you how much I cried after, but. You've already told me. Uh, but I, I just want to make sure the people know. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> When you it should, was po- you be- should post the screenshots in the Oh, I know. No, okay, let's, well. let's talk about it really quick. When I finally sat down and cried about it, like, I I remember I was doing homework. I was sitting right here in my room. It was, like, 10 o'clock at night. Everyone was asleep. I start fucking bawling. Like, you waited I start, till you got back here? I waited till I got back here. I waited till everyone was asleep. I waited till nobody could see me cry. Damn, that makes me feel like shit. Good. You should yeah. feel like shit. And I start crying, like, like, <laughs> ugly crying ugly crying Kim Kardashian Mocos crying. Oh, down my shit. face you know when you, you're crying so yeah, much you yeah. can taste them <laughs> Mocos down my fucking face like crying yeah I had never cried I, the, the only time I had ever cried like that before was when my parents got divorced and I was 10 years old damn. like that's how I I realized like damn I hadn't cried like this in a really long time you know I took two fucking pictures of myself. I did you a favor. Because I was like, why, bitch? I, I got you to be more in touch with your no, emotional side. <laughs> <laughs> I took two pictures of myself and I said, I know this motherfucker is going to reach out one day because they always do. And when he reaches back, I'm going to look at these pictures and remember how much he hurt me and I'm not going to respond. That's fair. So I saved the screenshots. I saved the text messages in a note. I, you know. I cried about it. I think I cried about it like another two times, mm-hmm. much less. But yeah. I just cried about it. And then that was it. That was it. You know, when Weecho's wedding was coming around in October, yeah. before the wedding, I called him and I said, hey, don't not invite George because of me. Because George is also your friend. And if I see him, I'll be cordial. I'm not going to start a fight at your fucking wedding. I'm not, not going to beat his ass. I'm not going to beat his ass. <laughs> you know, I know I'm from the hood, but I'm not going to do that like... I specifically made a point to do that because I thought if he doesn't do it, he's going to regret it, you know? Yeah. So, uh, he didn't want to. That wasn't, like, up to me. He said yeah, no. He was just like, "What? when somebody does something to you, it's like you do it to me and I'm not going to invite him, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's fair. So, 
but I did feel bad about that because I was like, I didn't want that because I knew that you guys were friends. So I was like, I don't want it to be like a all fucking, you know, over this because it, it wasn't, that wasn't fair. Mm-hmm. But, Fast forward to yeah. February 2020. Yeah. I'm at my cousin's wedding, living my best life, living my gym life. <clears throat> I was fucking getting into my fitness journey. Fitness is fitness food <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> I was doing some sort yeah, of fitness, yeah. dude. <laughs> and I get this text message from you. Do you remember what the text message said? No, because it was a it was it was weird. Um, I I would I would think of you all the time, right? Or not all the time, but I would think of you often. And <clears throat> I think at this point, I also, um, so I didn't text you when we when her and I first broke up, because I'm like shit. If I get back with her, then it's gonna be a mess, right? Yeah. Um, but I think once once I had already accepted or once I had already let go, and I understood that. Um, her and I, that that was that was it, uh, cause I want to say if I text you when twenty twenty February twenty twenty. Okay, so you that you guys means did get back together though. We did get back yeah. after that. That's mm-hmm. right, because we I think we like the last time we ever broke up was in October of twenty twenty one. I want to say. No, um, no, but I know you guys did get back. Yeah. Together. So so I guess at that point I had already kind of felt like you know what. I'm not going back to that place. Um, and I was doing much better at the time. So something just told me to text you. I don't know. It's like I heard a voice in my head. and said, you know what? Reach out to her and you, you owe her a big-ass apology. Uh, understand that she by no means has any like requirement to message you back, accept your apology or anything. But I'm sure she'll at least read it. Yeah. And if she reads it, you know, she'll maybe better understand I, like I said, I don't remember what I texted you. I just remember that I was apologizing, and I think I, I think I might have been crying when I was texting that because I felt yeah. I really did feel like shit about it, you know. And when I got that text message, my cousin Jessica, who you had yeah, yeah. met, and you mm-hmm. know we had all gone out together, yeah, she was right next to me, okay. and she knew because we had talked about it before uh-huh. at at Aiden's fifth birthday. We had <laughs> talked about like the whole situation, you know. And I look at the text message, I read it, and I show it to her, and she's like, "Delete that shit and fuck him," and <laughs> I was like. Damn. And I look at her and I was like, in that moment, I wanted to just be like, fuck you and not respond. But I couldn't. I was like, everything that we had been through in all of these years since we were 18, 19 years old, I was like. You didn't put it to the back of a cop car. I know. (laughs) We got it to the back of a fucking cop car. I was thinking about that the other day. That's another story for uh-huh. a different day. We didn't do shit. Just no. like, let's make it clear. Yeah, we didn't. The do little anything. tiburon was confused with another red car. Apparently, yeah, I was involved in a hit and run that looked just like. Yeah, and we car. were on our way to school. Yeah. Or the mall, one of those. I don't know. We we're ditching class. I think. Yeah. But we're at Seven Eleven. We got stopped. And we got stopped, and he got in the back of a cop car. He got put in the back of a cop car, and um, I was shitting my pants. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> <laughs> but. All that, all of those things just came back to my mind and I just responded right away. I responded right away. When I got back from the wedding, you came over and we talked it out and I fucking told you fuck you and I cried and yeah. um, we made up. Yeah. And I was genuinely surprised. I was too, to be honest because... with you. But I also wanted you to see that I lost a lot of weight and I was like, fuck you, bitch. I mean, you lost a couple pounds. <laughs> I lost a lot of weight just because yeah. I gained it all back. I don't remember. I do. I do remember sending that message, and I even put my phone down because I wasn't expecting a reply. I wasn't really? expecting anything in return. 
I understood, like, I know how you are. And, you know, your biggest thing is once I'm done with something, I'm done. Whether it's... When it comes to relationships, like, like boyfriends. But when it comes to friends, I'm not really like that. No? Mm -mm. Okay, okay. And Mm. I think when we reconnected... Yeah. When when I went to your birthday, your 30th birthday... Yeah. With my friend Melly. That's right. And you kept saying, like, oh, this is how you are and this is how you are. And then Melly was like, she's not like that. Like, that's not who she is anymore, you know? Or that's not... Yeah, yeah and that's probably right. And we right. kind of mm-hmm. like had to re-get to know each other because this is true. Yeah, we both had been through a lot of things and changed, and we both went through through therapy. And that's kind of like part of the biggest thing that I wanted to talk to today is how there's such a stigma with men going to therapy, and a lot of men don't even want to talk about their like. I have a type. We all know this. <laughs> Should we talk about this type? <laughs> We're going to keep it very minimal. Okay, but, okay. you know, my my uh, type is emotionally unavailable, unavailable men, yes. you know. Yes. Uh, we'll put all the other physical attributes aside. <laughs> I see no similarities in any of your... <laughs> yeah, but emotional availability is definitely a big one. Mm-hmm. And that comes a lot with people who have, like, a, a abandonment wound, which I do have that, okay. you know, even though I grew up with both of my parents, like I have, I don't have any more, but I did have serious daddy issues because my dad didn't show me a lot of affection. You know, it, it's, it all plays into it. I've never saw my mom being loved properly by a man, mm-hmm. maybe except for a short period of time with my, with my stepdad, but that's it, you mm-hmm. know, not for my father. So that definitely plays into why people like me who have, who have that abandonment wound because I don't have it anymore. Um, attract emotionally unavailable men because it's like a you know we feed into those insecurities mm-hmm. and they run away and I keep going and mm-hmm. you go back and forth you know into that mm-hmm. so um, now that I've been through therapy now that I've I've realized that those are the things that I've dealt with it's like night and day I can spot it immediately and you know with my most recent ex-boyfriend I knew he was emotionally unavailable I knew he had an avoidant attachment mm-hmm. But are you still going to therapy? Random. I am, yeah. You're yeah, not um consistently, but you know I do have moments where she's discharged me. Okay. But like for example, when my my childhood friend passed away, mm-hmm. I had to go have of a session. You know. Mm-hmm. So after having therapy, um, we've been able to really pinpoint and pinpoint you know where my trauma is and why I attract these type of men. What I was saying was that with my most recent ex boyfriend, I knew he had an avoidant attachment, but. You can work through through those things and get to a secure attachment with your partner. And the and him and I talked about these things all the time and he he was working on it and I believe him, but it never got past that point of working on it. So okay. we could never really, you know, have a successful relationship together because he couldn't make it over that barrier, you know? Granted there could be a million other things that I'm not seeing. I'm just talking about the spiritual and the emotional part. Mm-hmm. Who knows if there was other shit that I had that I wasn't privy to, you right. know? That's all the, the only thing I can do is assess the facts that I know and that's mm-hmm. it. I can't like break my my, my head over other stuff cuz like my childhood friend was telling me like you don't know what if he had another girl over there? What if he had this? What if he had that? I don't know. Yeah. And I can't like sit here thinking, "Well, what if?" Those are all assumptions. You know, yeah. they're all assumptions. I can't, you know. So, talking about therapy how did you get into that place where you felt like I can do therapy, I'm ready for it, or even just get started? Um, so prior to starting, <clears throat> maybe for a couple months, um, I've been really angry for... At who? At just, I, it's one of those, you know, people that, people that are not as aware, they wake up and they're like, man, 
I'm just angry today. I don't know why. There's no reason for it. Nothing's going Damn, on. Damn, it's crazy that you say that because I remember you used to have days like that. And I used mm-hmm. to be like, Damn, this dude is so immature. And yeah. I used to think that. Because I used to be like, oh, he's having one of his, he's on his period. Right. I used to think right. that. And even for a but while. But I used to see it as immaturity. Okay. Which is not. You know, it yeah. could be that you're it, just. It's just, I mean, emotional ignorance yeah. is what I kind of look at it as now, right? Um, <clears throat> so I would, I would wake up and I was feeling angry and I'd go about my day and I was angry and anything would it just kind of set me off to kind of snap at people. And then I was snapping at the people closest to me, you know, my relatives, um, my close friends, um, never her, right. Never mm-hmm. my ex-girlfriend. Um, so she was actually the one that suggested she's all, Hey, you know, I, I think you should probably look into going to therapy and, well, I mean, I, I have a I have a psychology background, so mm-hmm. I, I was never closed off to it. I just, I had never experienced it, so I didn't know what it was going to be like. So, of course, to save the relationship, I said, you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm the problem, right? Wow, you did it to save the relationship? That's what I, anything that I would do was to save that relationship. Oh, I didn't know Because that. I always felt like... Now I think you're even bigger. I bitch. was. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> I'm just trust me. I look back and I say, "Damn, I'm like, kidding, who was I'm kidding. I?" Dude, you know? trust me. All the shit that I did in this last fucking relationship to try to save, to sometimes. try to get it off the ground, right? You yeah, know, that, not even save thing. it. Get it off the fucking ground. And I think back now, and I'm like, man, if I could invest all of that energy that I spent trying to dig myself out of a hole that I hadn't even created, mm-hmm. like, how crazy would a relationship blossom, right? Exactly. So. Yeah. So she tells me, you know, I think maybe you need to go to therapy and blah, blah, blah. So I end up finding this really, really, this guy that I really clicked with. Um, he came from a Hispanic background as well. Older gentleman. Um, I I started going through it and, um, <clears throat> and it really did help me a lot. And when I first got there, he said, you know, what is it that you're here for? And I'm like, well, you know, my girlfriend says I should come. You know, that's what I told him. And he goes, okay, so you're here to please somebody else and I said well you know I've been feeling really upset or really angry so that's what first drove me to get there if, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest what got me in the door was her saying hey you should try this yeah. I had I, I went to therapy and maybe you should try this too is what she said you know so I did so I did and, and his response was you know just understand that the chances that if you're here to please someone else or to try to make your relationship work work there's a chance that you're going to outgrow that relationship while you're here if the other person's not also trying to better themselves. Yeah. And at that point, I'm like, oh, shit. Well, do I really want to do this? You know? And then he explained, but this is really to better your quality of life. So I said, okay, well, I got benefits at work. They're going to give it to me. What do I have to lose? Nothing, right? And that's how it started. Um, definitely started that way. And and um, he would give me these tasks for me to go through about my week if, if you're you know, if you're going to feel angry, do this, this, and this, and see how that works. And, um, but I think that's where my journey started, um, to grow as far as a person, as far as, uh, being emotionally aware. And then, um, yeah, so I, I did about a year and I think it was like a year and change once a week. Um, and then it became like once every two weeks. And then eventually he called me and discharged me as well. So I graduated. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I tell people all the time, uh, I didn't realize how effective it is. And I didn't realize how much better my life got. Like until after the fact, yeah. you know, even after the fact, you look back and you're like, damn, I was in a shitty place, yeah. you know, and 
And I tell people all the time, because I have people, apparently I, I, I attract a bunch of dysfunctional people as well, <laughs> yeah. you know? So I have close friends that, hey, so I'm going through this. And first thing I say, hey, man, you should really look into therapy. Yeah. You know? And um, when they come to me saying, hey, I've kind of been thinking maybe I need to see someone, I, I, I encourage a 100%. Um, one of my close friends, Brianna, she came to me one day and, you know, she was having a rough time. And I told her, hey, man. Go, go see someone. Um, so, you know, she came to me and I told her, dude, go for it, man. Like, it's really going to... And she's she's doing so much better yeah. now. You know, so I, I think it's one of those things that as, as a guy, right, as a Hispanic guy, you know, what they tell you is like, no, 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 you're a man. Like, tough it out. Yeah. You know, you don't... Emotions, what's that? Don't be a little bitch. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And you know what? That's what's really hard for me because I like... <laughs> mm-hmm. I like for a man to try to put me in my place, but... Yeah. You know, and it's and I hate saying it because it's like, yeah. what is so like, why am I so dysfunctional? Like, mm-hmm. I always say this as a joke, yeah. but I always tell my mom, like, I need like a Hispanic man that's yeah. going to be like, you're not going to do this. And I'm going to be like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to do it. You know, and that's not healthy. No, it's it's not healthy, but I'm sure that's what makes you feel alive. Right. Yeah. That's I mean, I so guess you're, you're, you can... you're wired wrong. But yeah. here's the thing, though. <clears throat> so I figured out that you could still do that. You know, in being, different settings. Being, um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's wrong. That's a wrong mentality. No, absolutely. And I think um, for the longest time, I used to say, like, oh, like, what? Like, how exciting is it for someone to always, like, agree with you or always this? Like, I want. I also want someone to bite back, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, I had that for a long time, man. They, they, bit, they bit off my whole arm instead of just biting back, you know? And... <laughs> Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right let me know what you're i think so, before we continue yeah. people need to understand that we have kind of like a guy like i can be one of the guys you I are really one can. of the guys so you got bigger balls than most of my guy friends so, dude. yeah so that is our relationship yeah, absolutely. so i forgot where we were i forgot where we were, but i mean going back to it it's just we're always told well actually i'm lying so for me I don't think that I, I I don't think my dad is one to ever tell me like, don't cry, you know, don't don't be a bitch, be you gotta be a manly man, blah blah blah, but he is very, he doesn't express emotion in any way, shape, or form, mm. so it's unfortunate. I mean, that's what that's how he grew up, and that's you know obviously what he was taught through his upbringing, but um, but that's another thing too that didn't help me in any way either. Nobody told me like, hey man, it's okay to it's okay to cry, mm-hmm. it's okay to feel sad. You know, you don't always have to be happy or angry or whatever, you know. So, but I think that's where I could definitely see culturally where that comes from. You know, a man is supposed to be a man and he's not supposed to show that he's vulnerable. He's not supposed to show. So most people are afraid of showing that, Mm -hmm. you know. And and the biggest thing I could say is if you're embarrassed or ashamed of showing that, you're just around the wrong people. Yeah. It's it's really, it's it's that easy. Oh my God, it's so crazy that you say that because I've always been so... And, and I don't think I'm around the wrong people in the sense of, like, my mother and grandmother, but this is, like, a whole other topic. Yeah. Generationally, you know, that me, my mom, and my grandma, mm-hmm. we have a really hard time expressing emotion to each other. We had that. We All three of us have been through therapy, and our relationship mm-hmm. has changed drastically. Like, awesome. My mother is a completely different person than she was five years ago. I'm happy to hear that. Completely different, you know? That's awesome. My grandmother as well. Me and my grandmother, have, my grandmother have never had a hard relationship, but it was mm-hmm. just hard to express emotion. And my grandmother is like literally one of the most important people in my whole world. Like, 
if something happens to her, I'm fucking dead. Like you, you don't understand. Like she's yeah. literally one of the most important people in my whole world. So it's always, but it's always been hard for me to express that to mm-hmm. her. And I think it comes from she's the eldest daughter. My mom is the eldest daughter. I'm the eldest daughter. We've had yeah. to experience a lot of things that other people generationally haven't had to when they're That's not true. in that situation. When you're the oldest, I mean, you're the oldest too. You mm-hmm. experience life differently. You have to grow up a little faster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, and especially if your parents are young, like yeah. that's a whole other fucking ball game, you know. Yeah. My parents were super young. My, I don't think that my dad ever wanted to have children, to be honest with you. So, mm-hmm. it was like, um, not the best experience. Yeah. But you know, go on. Sorry to interrupt you about being around the wrong people. No, to to comment on what you're saying, I I could definitely see. It. I mean, ever since I've known you guys, you, your mom is like this strong alpha figure. Fuck you that, know, dude. she she always has been, and she was always like super hard on you guys, which it paid off, right? Yeah. I mean, it paid off. You guys are doing you guys are doing well. Um, but I could definitely see that she'd be the one to be like, no, like. Don't fucking cry. That you was all. Oh, that's mean? always been her thing. Like if yeah. you she's like no llores. Like yeah, she literally will exactly. tell you like that. But it's in the, It's not. Like she just doesn't want to see you hurrying. It makes most people uncomfortable to see other people. Yeah. Crying, which is why when when someone apologizes for either crying or getting teary eyed around me, I make sure I let them know like, look, it doesn't make me feel any type of way. Yeah. You know you're okay to cry here around me. It's I'm all a bitch good. I'm on my own, so I got it. No, you, yeah, no, you're a different story. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You're like on demand or something. But <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. But I don't cry that much anymore. No. Yes. This last breakup that I've been yeah. this last time, maybe because I I which last breakup, man? The one that I recently went through, mm-hmm. like the final one. The final one. The final last one. Last one. The last one. Okay. You know, I haven't cried that much, but I mean, granted, for the last year and a half, I mean, I've cried a lot. You've also been healing for a while. Yeah, I've been he- I, Every time I hurt a little bit less, a little bit less, a little bit less, but. When I was driving back home from law school last weekend, mm-hmm. I was in Ventura, which is only 30 minutes away from where he lives. Um, I would have immediately called him on my way home, like, because we did have a very connected relationship on the phone. You know, yeah. we spoke on the phone all day long, mm-hmm. on FaceTime all fucking day long. So mm-hmm. we did have a, a bonded relationship. He would have been the first person I called right after. So when I didn't, when I couldn't do that, it hit me. And I okay. cried, and I finally cried, and I just like I called my friend Melly, and I, you know, we talked it out, and and it was nice that I had that because I was like, I cried, you know, and I was like for the first time I was like, okay, I'm, it still hurts a little bit. Mm-hmm. I need to, you know, I still, absolutely, I still need to process it. It's not like, you know. When when did you get the last breakup? Um, a month ago. About yeah, a month it's ago. It's gonna yeah. take a little longer than a month, man. I know. You yeah. know what's funny though? I was talking to my coworker who's twenty three years old. Oh nice. And I was like, um, I'm gonna stay single for the rest of the year and she looks at me, she's like, Yeah, like there's only like fucking a few months left. <laughs> and I was like, First of all, I'm thirty four years old. Damn for me thirty four. That's like a lot I'm pushing it by staying single till the rest of the year. To so you, it, you have the rest of your life. Yeah. You fucking take three years to just Play whatever the fuck you want, yeah. you know? I don't have that kind of time. Yeah. She was laughing at me. But, um, no, I did say that. I'm going to stay, like, single for the rest of the year. Gotcha. And still, you know, have some fun, but I'm going to stay single. Catch flights, dude. Don't go around catching STDs, man. <laughs> do some, I would say um, my suggestion to that would be take him, man. Travel. Go yeah, out. oh, yeah. You have been, though. I've I noticed been. that you've been, you've been definitely. I've been outside. Yeah. <laughs> I've been yeah, outside, been, and I'm just joking. Trying. I'm not fucking being a hoe. Don't even say I don't that. Believe you, I'm not. I'm um, not so going back to where 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 did we leave off? On um, just feeling comfortable around people, 
and being able to cry with them. You know what? Um, one of my buddies, uh, he's he started off as being my coach, and he's definitely turned into being one of my best friends. Um, he was the one since the second he met me. You know, we're there, we're having our first workout uh, session. And we're talking, and after our workout, he says, oh, man, like, you're a lot like me. He says, you're a lover. You love to love. And I'm looking at him like, what the fuck? Is this guy trying to hit on me? Like, what's going on, you know? So <laughs> you're he, like, you just got to ask yeah, him, boy. Yeah, I was like, like dude, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if he's going to try to pin me down, he's going to whoop my ass. But I was like, dude, okay. So he's, I'm like, I love to love. And I go, yeah, I do. He goes, but the difference is that you're scared to love. Because you've either been told that you love too much too quick or that you're too much or that um, also the fact that you understand that sometimes loving people could lead to getting hurt. Yeah. You know, and he goes, eventually you're going to learn that you're going to be much happier. You're going to be in a much happier place when you just love people and don't expect anything in return. You don't expect for them to love you back. You don't expect for them to, you know, and. That really fucking stuck to me. I don't know why, but it did. And now it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And he's completely right. I mean, I go around I go around my girl's family and, you know, I, I give everybody a hug. And when I hug people, dude, it, it's got to be genuine. Yeah. You know, if you're going to give me a half-ass hug, I'd rather shake your hand or give you a fist bump. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I'm the type of person, you know, and, and there's multiple people that have brought it to other people's attention and say, man, that guy's, that guy's hugs are just full of love. You know, mm-hmm. it's like some of the most genuine hugs. And I think that's one thing that I, I, I really like to know that other people understand that I'm not, I'm not trying to do anything other than, you know, encourage people, spread positivity. As, as cliche and as yeah. whack as it may sound, you know, like, I really do enjoy just loving people. Yeah, and yeah. you're just like in such a different space now, like, seeing how much you've grown up yeah. from when, you know, you were that 18-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's crazy to see that. I also think that... Um, being in the relationship that you're in now, yeah. I think it has a lot to do with it too. Because people can bring out the best and worst out of you. Yeah. And I think that your current girlfriend brings out the best in you. You know what? She definitely, um, she definitely allows me. You know what it is? She she allows me to be myself. 100%. Yeah, and that's like that's huge. That's huge. That's something you know? that I had zero percent in in my last relationship, and I understood. And nothing. I mean, nothing. Look, I don't wish bad on anybody. Um, I've been asked, oh, like, if you run into her, you know, what would happen? I said, I'd say hi, man. Yeah. I'd say hi, and, and well, what would you tell her? I said, I would thank her. Mm-hmm. And everybody kind of looks at me like, what the fuck, you know? And it's like, I would thank her. I learned so much from that mm-hmm. relationship. She doesn't have to know that I'm going to say, well, thank you, because you taught me everything I don't want in a person. No, I just, I learned a lot. Yeah. So I genuinely would thank her, and that's it. That's yeah. all, you know, that, that, that that's it. Um. And I mean, going through all of that, you know, doesn't mean that she was a bad person. Not she at doesn't all. at all. Not you know, at all. Sometimes people have just different wounds that mm-hmm. end up bringing, you know, your stuff to the surface and, mm-hmm. and help you either heal or don't. Exactly. You know, exactly. you can stay stuck in that same cycle over and over again and or you can move on. That's why there's free will. That's why I like I always say I believe in soulmates. I believe in twin flames. I believe in all of those things. And, mm-hmm. and recently when I was hanging out with my childhood friends, mm-hmm. um, my childhood friend's brother, who I didn't grow up with, asked me about a previous relationship that I had been in, you know, okay. from years ago, because he knew my one of my high school boyfriends was his age. So okay. he knew him. Mm-hmm. Oh, you knew my high school boyfriend, mm-hmm. you know, the, the crazy one, the crazy one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he he's like, oh, is that the love of your life? And then I said, 
it for that moment in time. You know, I think that that, that people come into your life for a reason and that, yeah, for in that moment, this person can feel like your soulmate, but you have mm-hmm. free will. You have free will and you can decide. And if that person doesn't, you know, they don't want to continue to walk the same path with you, another person will come along. I know that we, we don't mm-hmm. agree on religious views, but I know that God will will bring somebody else into my life that does better align with what I want for my life. You know, it doesn't have to be stuck to one path. Mm-hmm. And um, I strongly believe that. You know, I strongly believe that people come into your life to show you lessons. You can either grow together, learn together, and be together, or show you what, you're, what you don't want mm-hmm. from a person. Absolutely. Everything's a lesson. You know, everything's a lesson. Um, and I think that's, um, that's something that, that I definitely learned. Um, but yes, being in my current relationship is, is really, really, uh, it's nice, man. You're it's smiling nice. like a little fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it Dude, you don't understand, man. It's nice. I've, I've had, I've kind of had a mix of everything, dude. I've mm-hmm. had, I've had really dysfunctional relationships. I've had relationships where I've been cheated on. Um, I have relationships where I cheated. I've also had relationships that were just not going anywhere i've had i've kind of had a mix of everything you mm-hmm. know and and one thing that i did tell myself after i broke up with um with my ex-girlfriend uh was i will never go back to that place where i lose myself yeah you know because rebuilding yourself it's is fucking hard. is really difficult and you you have to get to know it's like you're getting to know another person you're getting to know yourself that's how i feel right now you know and and the crazy thing is like for me i feel like i did it all to myself because I, I can't blame everything is a decision everything is a decision I can't blame him like I, ha- mm-hmm. I have nothing but gratitude for him because I healed so much in that relationship okay. like I felt so safe that I was able to heal a lot of stuff Good. you know and I was able like to talk through a lot of things with him and that mm-hmm. helped a lot so I'm always going to be grateful to him for that um I do feel that you guys had a really great friendship. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. And then that's the, really hard because I miss I miss the friendship. You know, gotcha. that's what's really hard because, I mean, we had a lot of great things in the relationship. We had a lot of great, you know, intimate moments, too, that wouldn't just be a friendship. But right. um, I definitely miss the friendship right now more than anything because gotcha. I feel like I'm refinding myself. I'm having fun again. Mm-hmm. I'm experiencing life with my childhood friends again. And we're all getting to know each other again. And. And um, I'm planning all of these things, you know, that I wish I could share with him, but mm-hmm. it's just not healthy right now. Yeah, you course. know, who knows what could happen in time, but it's just not healthy right now. So I yeah. have to be able to protect myself at, at the moment because mm-hmm. it's just not, it's not healthy. I agree. I agree. And just, just know that it, it is going to get difficult at times, mm-hmm. you know, but it has I'm been. sure you could reach out to your brother or someone. <laughs> Don't contact me. But <laughs> 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 um, Anything else you want to add on this whole mental health thing before we close off? Because you and I could talk for fucking hours. Yeah, mostly you. Um, <laughs> just um, do it, man. Just just take. Don't don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Don't be embarrassed. You're gonna have people that are telling you, "Oh, you're seeing a shrink," mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, you know that that's just ignorance. That's yeah. ignorance on their behalf. You know, there's. There's people that don't believe in um, therapists, and mm-hmm. that's okay too. As long as you're figuring out a way to move forward, is how I see it. You know, because yeah. you know, not necessarily nobody necessarily needs a therapist. Just find yourself. Love yourself is the biggest thing, man. Love yourself. If if you can go out and enjoy a date with yourself, 
like you've made it yeah. you know what i mean because yeah. you don't feel that you need anybody else you know it's crazy that you see that because lately i've been just enjoying my own company like being mm-hmm. in my car singing yeah. like i'm like damn i'm really happy that's probably because you don't want anybody else to hear you, <laughs> <laughs> you <bitch. laughs> no but but that's just what it is and I, like i said you know um because i had somebody ask me you know um hey so your new girlfriend blah 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 i said yeah what about her like oh do you love this girl I said yeah i do you know are you sure absolutely what do you mean and their biggest thing was oh it's because i know you were crazy about like your ex-girlfriend i said you're exactly right dude i was crazy that's exactly what it was but then i go on to explain you know that that was very unhealthy that was a very unhealthy type of love and and once again i think um loving yourself more than loving anybody else is the biggest fucking thing because if you love yourself you respect yourself and what that means is you every each of each of us knows what we want or where we want to go right so if you say like for example let's say you were to say oh i'm trying to find a guy you know the right guy a guy that's respectful a guy that this a guy that that and then you're gonna go out and you're gonna go sleep with this guy that's just gonna hit you up for just that okay sure oh but it's okay because right now i'm no 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 well you're not practicing for you're not you're not getting ready for this guy so when that right guy comes you're gonna be busy you're not gonna be worthy like he's gonna look at you and be like well why would i want to be with her yeah you know what i mean so that's one thing man boundaries sticking to boundaries is hard and everyone's gonna fuck up you know and and the biggest thing is make sure your circle's strong Make sure your circle's there, not just to say, oh, it's okay. No, to tell you, hey, man, you fucked up. up, You made a mistake, but let's go. Let's keep moving. I still love you. Everything's good. Let's go. You know what I mean? And I think that's that's the point in life where I'm at right now. I have a really good circle around me, you know? Um, It's a big circle. You're a big boy. That's a big circle. I mean, if you're in it, right? (laughs) If you're in it. We both in it. (laughs) You know? So, hey, we got to call an Uber or a flatbed. (laughs) You know, so, so yeah, you. just that, man. I mean, as far as the journey, dude, it, it's going to take a while. Don't expect to go to therapy for a month, oh, uh, no. three weeks, and then, oh, I'm, I'm yeah, all better. No, you know what? No? And I also think there's different therapists for different moments of your life. Absolutely. Like, I had a therapist when I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. She was my therapy, my therapist up until he was like about a year old. Yeah. And then, you know, then I had a different therapist for a few yeah. years that helped me work through some childhood stuff with my mom. And then I had a different, my most recent therapist. So, it doesn't have to be like an all one and done. It's going to be years. And I think mm-hmm. I will be in therapy for the rest of my life. You know, I'm not in it consistently, but mm-hmm. when I need it, I know I can, I, yeah. I can reach out. I tell myself exactly that, dude. Um, and I also think it's important to like, sometimes you need, you know, medication. I, I, I there was moments of my life where I needed medication, where I mm-hmm. needed anti-anxiety, antidepressants because I was so fucked up. You're not on any of that? Anymore? Not anymore. Good job. No, man. no, for a long time. Nice. I haven't been on it for a long time, but medication you have to use it in conjunction with seeing a therapist Correct. because if you're just taking med- medication you're not really dealing with your issue it relieves your symptoms yeah momentarily momentarily mm-hmm. but you have to really dig when i feel like when you're when you have medication that's when you have the ability to really dig deep into the issues because yeah. you ha- that's helping you process it and it's not going to be as hard absolutely you can't just take medication you know I mean, and not unless you're going to take it for the rest of your life exactly, and i guess yeah. you'll just feel numb but that's yeah, all it really but comes that's down to definitely not healthy yep and also searching for a therapist man it has to be as convenient as possible mm-hmm. that's one of the things that the guy told me you know Make sure it's either on your way to work or somewhere where you don't have to go out of your way because you're less like as it is. If you're already unsure, 
you'll find reasons not to go yeah you know um so yeah i mean that's 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 pretty, pretty much, much me yeah well thank you so much for coming on my podcast i am uh very grateful for our friendship i really am even though we've had ups and downs there's been yeah. moments where i've hurt you where you've hurt me but i'm super grateful i'm also very grateful for your girlfriend that she's not crazy and yes trust me i'm re- i'm grateful <laughs> for that too man that this one isn't crazy like yeah. Uh, I just love her so much for it, you She's know. She's a sweetheart. She really she is. is. And, and and it had to do with the fact that when you guys met, she said you threatened her. <laughs> she said, "Don't you dare, don't you dare keep him away from me." The way his ex did. <laughs> it was just a little threat. Uh, yeah, no. She that first thing I remember. I said, "Hey, remember Gabby? Oh, the one that threatened me." Oh, okay, yeah. You know. It's all in good fun, girl. Yeah. Trust me, it really is. So. No, she's awesome. Yeah, and I'm, I'm honestly though, I, I really am proud of you. Like you've really come such a long way. I'm super super proud of you and. And it makes me really happy to see, like, the man you've grown up to be because, you know, you were a little bitch. Now you're just a big bitch. <laughs> At we got stuff in common still, you know? I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, same here. Um, not not tooting your horn or anything, but, um, I mean, I've seen you at your at your lowest and your highest. Not just weight, but <laughs> and you're, you're, I've seen you at your lows and your highs, man. And, and I think overall you've definitely progressed. And it's definitely nice to... to Give, to be given the opportunity uh, to get to know this new person. You Thank know what you. I mean? So, that means a lot to me. Job. I freaking love you, fat ass. Yeah, I love you too, man. <laughs> oh, you're, oh, you're, so, you're such a crybaby. Go ahead. You're welcome to cry here. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Um, I hope we c- we'll definitely have you back at some point. I hope so. Um, it's pretty fun. It is pretty fun, right? Yeah. And um, I will see you guys in the next episode. Don't forget to bring your cafecito. Bye. Goodbye, bitch. Bye. <laughs>